it down. Miffed the dungeon. Him. Yeah. Um, miffed and peeved. Miffed and peeved. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. I know it. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real world. I don't use it, but it's Not in your vocab? Down to done. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning and welcome to episode three. Eight. One of Down to Dunk. Also, happy Russell Westbrook Day. You can find us on CNLS Media, DailyThunder.com, Dash Radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And, of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcasts. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Gander. Richard. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Richard and Taylor. <laughs> Richard! <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome to Jay's house this morning. Hey, it's good to be here at my house. It's great to be here. I was here. up so late last night because the Thunder played the freaking Nuggets oh, on TNT. Freaking Nuggets. Lord. They lost 127 124 on the last second Gary Harris shot. It was awesome. Like the game was awesome. It was actually awesome. at the end. You know what it was? A lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's here uh, for the boys. And you know who didn't win? The Thunder. The Thunder yeah. did. Yeah, they did not win. That's confirming you can be fun without winning. Actually, most of that game was not fun. It was oh, until, really? oh, now you changed, it wasn't, yeah, now you you changed your tune. It wasn't huh? until the last five minutes that that game became fun. Right, Jay? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, I think you're probably right. I, yeah, I, yes. So the the fun part was, is that their offense was playing well pretty much the whole game. Like, Russ wasn't great, but, like, they were just scoring at mm-hmm. will. The not fun part is that their defense wasn't playing at all. Oh, 127 and, uh, in regulation says it all. Yeah, yeah. well, and, but the hard part is that, like, up until the end, they held them, like, 50-some-odd points in the second half, right? Like, yeah. 55, I think, maybe total or something well, They like held that. them to 23 points in the fourth. Yeah, they were 40, 32, 32, 23. The hard part, like from the beginning, and a lot of people probably did this, but from the beginning, you were like, okay, Oklahoma City's not winning this oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're they're done. They seemed a little, not checked out's not the right word, but they... Like stuck in molasses. Yeah, they were, you could just tell that they, this is just a game where it's like, oh, Lord, they miss Andre tonight. And Billy, during... Uh, I don't remember her name, but whoever is the sideline reporter for TNT came over and asked Billy, you know, what's going on in your first half? And he's just like, we're not playing defense. Yeah. Like, we have 33 points in the first quarter. We should be where we want to be. But the Nuggets have 40 or whatever, 40-something. And so it just was one of those games from the beginning. Like, I almost went to bed at halftime. But I'm like, this stupid team just does stuff where all of a sudden it gets interesting. Mm -hmm. Then I have this hardcore fear of missing out. And so... Of course, I'm awake. And Jeremy Grant awquardly pulls the team back together in the fourth quarter. <laughs> he was he was really good last he night. Was. He was. You know who wasn't great? Stephen Adams wasn't great last no, night. No, he was not great. Ooh, I'm telling you though, man. We said this. We said this when Dre went out the first time. Stephen has to make up for too much 
right. to be able yeah, to be have, who, he's, have, who he is. And then he got to get a wing defender. And then he can't focus on Jokic when he's basically the team's defense. And then you see, and Nikola Jokic goes for 29, 13, 14 assists, a steal, two blocks. Yeah, it's the best game Jokic has played has against had Adams. against Steven. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's been a thing is Jokic is really good, but against Adams, he's always struggled. But when Robertson isn't there, Adams has to do too much. He can't yep. focus. Yeah, and Adams also, they subbed Adams out early in the first quarter to try to get him a matchup against their – so I think he played like six minutes in the first quarter, subbed out. Mm-hmm. Jokic went to the bench, and then he came back in to play against Fareed, and uh, yeah. I don't even know who else they played out there. But – Trey Lyles. It, it was weird, yeah. Trey Lyles, which Trey Lyles has basically started floating out. Like he's more of a stretch than he is anything anymore. So, yeah. And Adam should have had a field day against those guys, but it just wasn't in the cards. And they defended. Mike Malone's a, a pretty good defensive coach. Like when yeah. he can put some time towards it, and you know that they they wanted to win this game, obviously, because that's what players and teams do. That's what uh, teams do on a night You know what, guys? Basis. Let's go out there and let's really try to win no, this but they, one but the, What I was trying to say is they lost back-to-back games against Boston and San Antonio by like one or two points. And right. so it was one of those things where they really needed this win against a quality opponent. And so they were really hyped up for the game. And, and it proved in the way they shot. I mean, Jamal Murray was out of his mind. Like, Gary Harris played well. Jokic, Jokic was really, really, really good. Uh, 29-14-13. Yeah, yeah, it was right. incredible. Insane. And he also threw the assist at the end of the uh, game to Gary Harris, which was just yeah. a beautiful pass. Great pass, great shot. Russell fell asleep. Yeah, per, I, per usual. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if I don't. I mean, I can give you a, a barrel of excuses as to a reason. He was waiting for the lob towards the rim. There's 1.4 seconds left. Like Jeremy Grant was technically, I think Russ thought he was probably going to switch off. Tyson Chandler, not Tyson Chandler, Wilson Chandler kind of ran him off and really yeah. kind of, I mean, nobody's ever going to call that, but, you know, took him to the ground. Ran it was just over. bad. Yeah, like, I mean, that, and stuff like that happens. It does. And the, but, especially the Jeremy Grant part. Like, I'm just, that. If Russ was awake, if Russ was awake, that shot never, I mean, it's just, now, that's still a hard shot. Like, it's yeah. still a really high quality shot. And the, the hardest part about it for me is it ruined like a really, it's kind of like that Minnesota game earlier in the season where Wiggins banks it in from half yeah. court, like mm-hmm. great play to get Carmelo land, Carmelo the ball to score and go ahead. Right. Same thing happens last night. Paul George was amazing. Unbelievable. Last night. Yeah. Uh, and hits this go ahead three or yeah, no, they tied it. They tied it. One twenty four, one twenty four, which the Thunder already missed the chance to go ahead. Like it was just, it was crazy. Yeah. Like the whole end of the game was insane. Like, Anyway, it was a lot of fun to watch, especially towards the end. But the Thunder got it. Jamal Murray misses a shot. Like, they're down by one. Jamal Murray misses a shot. They pulled Steven Adams off the court so because they kept switching right. Murray onto Steven Adams, and Murray was just getting him because Lighting Adams up. wasn't there last night. And so they finally switched him out. But, of course, Murray misses the jump shot. The Thunder down one, and Jokic, Jokic gets Grabs the freaking rebound. Yeah, and then he sh- hits two free throws, which puts mm-hmm. him in that situation. Because the Thunder played it perfectly. At the end of the regulation. Like, yeah. they should have been down one with the ball with eight, nine seconds left. Yeah, they did. They did. They executed a lot better than they did against the Wizards the other night. If they executed like they did last night against the Wizards, they win that game. Oh, yeah. Without question. Yeah, they're really good. Paul George, it was his career high, or not his career high, his game high this season in field goal attempts was 26. He had 43 points on 26 shots and zero free throws. 
which is crazy. It's only been done five times where a guy scores more than 40 with zero free throws. Insane. It's really, really weird. There weren't very many foul calls last night no, at all. No, it was a really pretty smooth game. I mean, I think they probably missed some, but I'd rather you – I don't know. Sometimes I'd rather you swallow the whistle if it's on both sides. Yeah, and they did. Unlike Tony Brothers, who just decided that he was going oh to God. be the dominant force in the game on Tuesday. <laughs> or like the police the officer in, in Frosty the Snowman. He swallowed his whistle, too. You remember that? Nope. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> He's derailed our whole yeah. entire thought, bro. That was good. No, that's okay. <laughs> uh, so on-off numbers for the Thunder, guess who has the worst net rating on in their on-off on the team? Ooh. Don't think too hard. Paul George. No. Russ? Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. Well. Said, on don't off. think too hard. Yeah. Who has the worst net rating? Mello? No. I, I think we're thinking too hard. Yeah, yeah. you're thinking too Jeremy hard. Grant. Yeah, you're Terrence Ferguson. Oh, yeah. Come on, you guys. Of course. Oh, what a weird question. Yeah, that's the easy answer. <laughs> that's why I said don't think too hard. <laughs> he's a minus 10.9 when he's on the court. The yeah. Thunder are a plus 5.8 when he's off. Or when he's off the court. The Thunder are just much Is this better. for the whole season? Yeah. And how much of this is just completely screwed up by that first... 35, 40 games. Well, you didn't play a great, ton at that great question because let me tell you, the second most played lineup for the Thunder is Terrence Ferguson with the starters, and they're a minus 23 on the season. Ooh, Algie makes yeah, so, is. You know what? And they're a plus 162 total on the season with Dre, and it's their most played lineup, and now they can't play it. And their top five most played lineups, there's only two positives one with Dre. And the second one with Abrinas with the starters is a plus four on the season. And so there are other lineups that they play the most. One that has Terrence Ferguson and another one that is the bench lineup with Paul George are massive negatives. And so they've got to figure something out. Yeah, so I, I think that one of the things, and we talked about this at length earlier in the season, especially when Dre was out for that stretch with the tendonitis, yeah. which was like a weird forge, foreshadowing. But... um. We talked about the need that they had for a wing, and it was really evident at that point. But you just knew, like, okay, well, Dre will come back and, you know, kind of stabilize some of that, and you'll be okay because you can hide some of those guys on a second unit. The fact that Dre's not coming back, and, and I said this last night in a, in a tweet towards the end, is one of the realities is if it's as evident to us, which I'd say this, but of course, Samaj played the entire season last year, but if it's as evident to us that this team has a glaring weakness, I promise you that Sam is not just sitting on the you know, couch at home going, eh, it'll be okay. Right. Like he's working to make a move. Like I would be dumbfounded this Flabbergasted week. Flabbergasted even. Even mm-hmm. if they if if the Thunder don't make a move for some sort of like playable wing right now yeah. this week. There's guys available. And yeah. that's the thing is that if you need a defensive wing and the Thunder do in a bad, bad way, you can go get one. Let me tell you who I don't want. Wilson Chandler. He was Awful. He was bad. He looks so bad. And he cut That's his hair bad. down, and so I always forgot who he was because he yeah. used to kind of have a little bit of volume to his hair. And <laughs> man, it was he was rough. He was he was really terrible. I know he's been hurt, and he's been out. That was he was back from. I think he missed two or three games. But yeah, he he was pretty terrible. That was awful. He could. But he could use a change of scenery. Not saying that the Thunder need him. For sure. And plus, he's more of a 3-4. Yeah. The Thunder need a 2-3. Th- a 
Like that's they don't they don't need another guy. Yeah. Like they don't need another forward. Basically, like they could use a either a wing defender that can guard twos and threes, or they could use a guy that can create off the dribble a little bit because they they desperately need that with the second unit. Because I just don't know how sustainable throwing the ball to Jeremy Grant is because they've been giving it to him Ooh. an awful lot the past two games, and it's it's just weird. Like last night he had eighteen points. Like he just like Mr. Magood himself into eighteen points. I mean, it's that's the most perfect description of how he <laughs> scores points. The beginning of the fourth quarter, like Jeremy Grant was at the free throw line four different times in the first minute twenty of the fourth quarter and literally drugged the team back into yeah. the game. Go hard in the paint. He was, but it's so Awkward. Yeah, it's terrible. I hope they're putting him on display to be like, hey, guys, look what you can get. But then every time you see it, you're like, I don't want that. Yeah, a lot of people talk (laughs) about, like, showcase games. It's February. Like, there's no showcasing these guys now. People are like, oh, this is the first time I've ever seen this guy. (laughs) These teams have so much data and so much film on everybody. And to think that one game is going to change everything that they know about these guys. Like it's it's too little too late. Maybe yep. they showcase somebody, you know, for the month of December. Isn't yeah. it crazy cuz even like player analysts will bring up the showcase game. I just and don't stuff like that. I just don't know like, if that You played in the league. How do you not know that like that's not a thing? Yeah. yeah here's here's what I will tell you. Just because you played in the league does not mean that you actually know what's going on. what's going on because true. all you have to watch is the TNT just guys. They're Reg- so bad. Reggie is just- Reggie's bad. Charles Barkley was really great on the Rosillo pod, but really terrible every yeah. time he's in the TNT studio. It made me okay. Let's talk about that real quick. He was so good on Rosillo. I was like, why? Why then are you so bad on TNT? Because he's not really TNT? trying to talk like actual analytics on the Rosillo show. He's, he's talking. Watch- he's just not watching the games. No. He doesn't no, watch the he games. He doesn't watch the games. You're right. And he tried to say that he does, but he doesn't. He definitely doesn't. There's no way he can no. watch them and make some of the analysis he does. Anyway, but. Uh, so since we last met, they won the game again. They they had a great run, right? Eight was it eight in a row? Eight in a row could have been nine if mm-hmm. they would have just played just this much better. Yeah. Um, but they they won some really hard. You know, they back to back when they lost Dre and then came back and beat Philly. It was a, I thought that was an impressive win. The Philly game was yeah. That, to me, I the, know that's the best win of the season. Yeah, we've talked a lot about this. You talked a lot about this with Alex and Michaela McKelly McKelly. I'm going to get that. Mm-hmm. I promise. The second one was yeah. right. Uh, and then they lost the Zards. They lost the Denver. But there were some cool things that happened this week. Number one, Paul George, three-point contest. Cool. Yeah. Cool. cool Is that cool? Cool. Oh, that's cool beans. Yeah, I'll watch it. Hey, he's. it's cool because he's back in Los Angeles and he's able to you know, shoot threes and be on the all-star team in front of his home whatever's. Yeah, showcase just, showcase game for the Lakers. You just sold that, man. I just could honestly like All Star stuff. I could just care less about it. Do you not watch any of the weekend? I'll watch some of it, but I just don't care. I just don't care. You will watch it though. I'll watch some of it. I'll I'll watch the dunk contest. Oh, yeah, you got to watch the dunks. Although I'm not that excited about it. No. Larry Nance and Aaron Gordon and Victor Oladipo <laughs> and Dennis Smith. Why are you? Oh, it's just wh- whatever. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like it's just whatever. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel you're really <laughs> ruining All Star Weekend for me, though. The way why? I mean, because you could just say like you could just say yeah, he's gonna be in the three point contest. Yeah, he is. And then you offered a point. 
then you offered a point that was like negative. What was it? I, you said well, I could be in front of his home crowd and shoot threes in front of his family. Whatever. Yeah, cool. Who cares? Moving on. Okay. Well, somebody else take take the reins on All Star because I just I love it. Less. I think it's pr- the best part of the year. I actually care about it more than the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think. I think it was great for them to not televise uh, the all-star <laughs> picks. Yeah, how, many, how many bad hot takes can you make? Well, and Mark Stein made this point that here's what they should do is they should just have the 24 guys show up to the game and just pick them right there. Oh, yes. Yes. Just, not as if their practice is really going to make him any Oh, different. my God. No. Okay. No. Like people that analyze practice, rotations, coaching strategy, I, I just – I could – I mean – Right. I almost explode with caring less about things. Like I'm just like <laughs> angered with how much I don't care about those things. You don't care like so the, much. The reverse, the reverse emotions. Yes. Yeah. That's so, very funny. <laughs> anyways, if they picked, if they just stood there in line and you had LeBron and Curry picking the night of the all-star game and all they did, cause the jerseys are just like a black or white Jersey with the team logo on it. Reversible jerseys. You could make them reversible. You could, I mean, you could sell those things. Oh, yeah. Everybody just lines up and then they throw on their jersey and then they just go play. That would be so fun. Or who would not watch that? We should next year that exactly except shirts and skins. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Shirts and skins. Let's get a little sexy. Uh huh. No. I mean, now here, Andrew. Okay, hold so on. Here's my, hold on. Let me ask no this question. No here's, here's my dilemma. Because you want jersey sales, but also sex sells. So what? Yeah. <laughs> no, you do both. You, you just do both because because you haven't put the jerseys on, and then yeah. you're like, "Psych, you're the skins team." But you have to pick it based on the most attractive team, right? And I like Luke's idea because it can be sponsored by MeUndies. So they all just wear MeUndies. Oh, yeah. MeUndies really needs to get their name out there some more. <laughs> so the real question, <laughs> though, is, everything. Andrew, did we make All-Star Weekend Better. more enjoyable? Better. Yeah, we sexier. did. We did. With a fashion? You know, like the fashion at the dunk contest? Oh, oh, can't wait to see the fashion. <laughs> so the other thing. I just hate it more now. There's some other <laughs> NBA stuff that obviously happened this week. And the biggest one, Blake Griffin was traded to... The Pistons. So weird. Such a strange move. Because uh, he loves dunking over cars. True. You saved that one. That's good. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I don't know anything to think about that, but it was hard for yeah, Blake. you do. You have some real thoughts. I do. I do. I don't know how far we want to go into it. Spew them. Uh, I, mean, I feel like the Clippers. Let's go two minutes on it. Yeah, spew them. Starting em. now. Spew, go. spew. Sucks for Blake. He went from L.A. to Detroit, which is fine. I don't have a problem against Detroit, but it's yeah. almost like the complete opposite of L.A. And Blake oh, yeah. kind of became L.A., right? Like, it's cool. It's a stand-up show. Yeah, like, likes all the being a part Super of involved in the entertainment world. Right, and now he's like, right. we build cars. You know, it's like, okay. And it's freaking cold here. And it's cold. Uh, yeah. And Blake's playing, all, like, he's saying and doing all the correct things, right? Like, Well, you know what? Because he has no, no choice. choice. Four more years after yeah. this. He has no choice. Uh, what is he going to do? Play. Play. He just has to. Play. Play he ball. Play. play ball. Play ball. Play ball. Uh, he played well last night, and the owner was super awkward after the game. I don't know if you saw the video of no, him. I like did not. They, Somebody said that Detroit owner is drunk on Blake Griffin right now, and he's just like like that clingy buddy at the party oh, at the end of the night. Ouch. That's what he's doing. He's like hugging him, and he's just like, man, like you did such a good job. He like put his head on his chest. I was like... 
Oh, wow. No, he did not. I, I mean, I'm not kidding. I'll try to find the, the tweet here in a second. But Ooh. Did they fill the arena? Is that why he's so happy? It was, yes. It felt like chaos in well, that place. Well, there you go. There's the whole reason they did it. The whole reason they did that move. That game against the Thunder. There were so many empty seats. There was like 45 people in the Then you had Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Mello in the building, and they could not fill Which the I, lower bowl. You can't blame them. Like, the, the, there's nothing about that team or roster that's good. When Reggie Jackson, or not good, but like fun. When Reggie Jackson fun. and Andre Drummond are your headlining guys, yeah, stay home. Yeah, yeah, no joke. So anyway, but it, uh, it makes sense for Detroit on thirty that seconds. Sense. They got rid of Tobias. They got rid of Avery Bradley. They, but they, Boban, oh Boban, first round pick and a first round pick. So I mean, it, it kind of makes sense for both teams. But the Clippers were so sketchy in doing it the way they did. For what they sold him in the offseason to get rid of him like four months later. Yeah. The power of Jerry West. I guess. I don't know. I mean, maybe this works out for the Clippers, but I could see this. Like, I don't know. What are they trying to do? They're trying to get a star, right? I do all this to get a star. But you just traded your star. And you just traded him away. And traded another one away at the beginning. And you're building a a team of role players for a future star. Right. If you never get a future star... Clippers, you can go right back into Clipperland, right for the You're next twenty st- you years. Be stuck. I'm like, Ballmer yeah. just needs to move him to Seattle, though, man, and just start over as a branded franchise. That'd be great. I, that make any sense for them not to do that? Yeah, just just throw away the Clippers. Yeah, and then go start fresh in Seattle. So we did have a couple Twitter questions about the Blake move, and so one of them is from at JT Blunt two. <laughs> Blount. Oh, okay. So my you bad. Pronounced it blunt, <laughs> but Isn't Blake Griffin it. to Detroit just a poor man's version of what they had in LA? Reggie Blake Drummond versus CP3 Blake and Drum, uh, DeAndre. Uh, I mean, I think so, but I think just immediately, I don't think it's even close to like a poor man's version. No, but, it's homeless. Yeah. Homeless man's yeah, it's version. Yeah, it's a homeless man's version. But the difference is they're in the East. They're in the East, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they'll be, yeah, they'll be, they will be a good team. They'll be like your four or five seed for the next yeah. three or four years, and that's way better than what they had. Yep. I they'll mean, fill their stadium, which they just built. Yeah. Moved into downtown Detroit. Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> oh, really? Little Caesars? Yeah. Oh, man. Caesars. They, got, they got hot and ready's flowing out <laughs> They of surely thing. have to have the, like, every the, every single, like, food place has to have Little Caesars in it, sure. Oh, yeah. Crazy bread. You think they do, uh, like, do you think Crazy they do bread. special mini pizzas there? Maybe. Yeah, I bet they do. Pizza. Little personal pans. Hmm. They, they do know. hot and ready's too. You have to just do the hot and ready. You, you got to just do hot and ready. Yeah, but you do hot and ready by slice, right? No, no. Do you no. think they change the price? You got to do it by the pizza. I, don't know. I bet they change the price. Man. Sure, no, it's mean, probably more expensive. Like twelve dollars instead of five dollars. Oh, yeah. Which at that point, see, I'm see a little seas hearts. Yeah, see you later. I'm staying home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next question is from at Jess two four three seven. She says. And this is really why it's intriguing for Oklahoma City fans is how does the Thunder allegedly turning down Blake to keep Paul affect Paul feeling at home here? You have to feel good finding out your team chose you with the risk over a definite with a longer contract, right? PG's so this is so Royce is the one that kind of accidentally came up with this report, right? Like he he obviously heard something, but he wasn't yeah. saying like there was a deal on the table. He basically said that that the Clippers had contacted a lot of teams to move Blake. And mm-hmm. one of them is that they contacted the Thunder to see if they would switch Paul George with him. Yeah. The Clippers have been calling around apparently for a while. Yeah. Trying to trade Blake. And yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it does a, maybe some, but honestly, like the talks never really went anywhere. They turned it away pretty quick. And, you know, I don't know if that really, I don't think it sways Paul George one way or another, to be honest. 
I mean, it's just a smart decision. Like, you'd rather have Paul George. You'd rather have the chance to sign Paul George in the summer. He's giving more and more indications, and the Thunder probably have a feel of what he's going to do. I would be surprised if he didn't at least re-up for one more year with the Thunder mm-hmm. and then maybe see what the market looks like in 2019. Uh, but, yeah, I I don't know. Bl- Blake is really good. I think that gets lost in all these discussions because everyone's so worried about cap space and flexibility and first round picks. And, you know, I mean, if if you listen to like a lot of these podcasts, you think that flexibility and first round picks have won the title for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't I don't Instead, get it. like the last three years in a row. It's the teams with the highest payrolls. It's well, and it's stars every time. Stars, stars win championships. What are, you, what are you doing all this for to get stars? Yeah. And the Clippers now had three and now they're down to really one. Kind who's of, not really been a who's star. not a star without yeah. those other two. Right. And so, I mean, good luck Clippers. Yeah. I mean, but for the Thunder, oh, wait, we forgot. They do have a star. Austin Rivers. Lou Williams. Uh, Lou Williams. The deal, Lou Williams. <laughs> but the thing, the thing that's hard to think about for the Clippers is the fact that like they've never been a free agent destination, and so Ballmer, no. Jerry West are expecting to all of a sudden jump into that arena. And I'm like, no you're one wants to play for the Clippers. You're man. still the Clippers. You're still the Clippers. You still are. That's and what I think. And now you win. have nobody. Nobody. Yeah. So Do people want to come play with Tobias Harris, which is what which is what drives me crazy about it. Is it's not a real like. What they need to do is they need to rebuild. They need to get as many picks as they can. And I think they are. I think that all this, we want to compete, blah, blah, blah. Like, you just, you never want to, you never want to tell your fan base, well, we've given up. Yeah, you want to move DeAndre. It's January, and and we've completely given up on the season. Would you test the waters to see? And I know that supposedly Cleveland's not parting with it, but DeAndre to the Cavs for the Cleveland pick and some, whatever makes the contracts work. Cleveland's pick or Brooklyn pick? Excuse me, Brooklyn. Well, I mean, does Cleveland want DeAndre? Yeah. Yeah, they would want DeAndre. And send Tristan out there to be with his girlfriend. Oh, man, Tristan Thompson. Oh. Sucks. Sucks. He's yeah. been really bad. That would be the Kardashian. They could the Kardashian DeAndre. curse is real. real. It really is real, I, man. I believe it 100%. So I just think if the Cavs want to go all in Drugs. and try to do something, like I don't think DeAndre probably moves the needle that much for him. I think he does, especially with Love being out for six to eight weeks. Yeah. I just think if you're L.A., Whatever I can do to, to acquire as many draft picks. Like, you have to go that direction. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just Cleveland's pick. Yeah. Because that'll still, you know, who knows where that'll Tristan end up Thompson being. and Chetty Osman and the Cavs first round pick. That's not bad. I mean, it's not good, but it's fine. It's You're going to lose bad. it for, I don't know. I just don't know <clears throat> if they want to take on Tristan Thompson's contract. Because yeah. it's not a great contract, and he just hasn't been good. Yeah, but if you're just going to rebuild. If you're going to suck anyways. Yeah. He's yep. been really helpful in that. Yeah. <laughs> to the Cavs. <laughs> Who help you be worse? Yeah. Because then, I mean, yeah, the hard thing is you got to remember. And I, th- I think I'm assuming the Clippers still have their own pick. They haven't traded it away, have they? I don't think that. I think they do have this one, yes. Yeah. So just be bad. Get your pick. I mean, you can get three or four top 20 picks with the roster you have. Like, yeah. Get it. Go in there and figure out how to get. Trey Young or build with another, you know. Yeah. Get a guy. Pair a couple together and get someone. You know, I don't know. I just think there's ways to get better. Like, to, to have an actual plan going forward. And I think that you're right. They're heading that direction. They're trying to. They're just trying to set up some smoke screens to yeah. try to get the ball. I'm thinking at first for DeAndre and for Lou Williams, they should just do that and just, I mean, because what else? I just don't know what else you're doing. And then try to go get a second for Avery Bradley or you know like yeah get a high second round pick or a late first round because there's no reason for the clippers to have a one-year rental yeah if you can get four or five first round picks 
you know, out of what your roster is. That's, I mean, that's what I would do if I'm the Clippers. Because I don't, I think you're right. I don't think you're, you're not attracting free agents now. No. I just, you I just lose free agents, actually. Um, right. Is Doc Rivers gone? He's not going to, he's not going to coach. Probably. It. He probably is gone. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, this is probably, this is probably it for him. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what's going on in the uh, kind of general Good. NBA world. Kill him. You also had Miritich went to New Orleans yesterday. I love that move for the Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's they, some peripheral pieces that everybody. And, and there's Anthony Davis at center, hopefully more. Yep. Well, with, with just around well, until some other guys. Un, until it looks like they're going to buy out. Like so, Monroe, Greg Monroe is bought out by the Suns. He's from New Orleans. Alvin Gentry has called him and said, "Hey, you're going to we'll slide you right into the starting well, position." Davis doesn't want to play center. No, that's that's the whole thing. And he honestly, I his, want him to. His play ultimate center. destiny is to be the starting center for whatever team he's going to be on. The Thunder. For the Oklahoma. City okay, Thunder. so I guess their thought is bring in Greg Monroe. He will be a. Poor man's version of DeMarcus Cousins next to Davis. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Why not just change? Like, <laughs> but I'm telling it, you. I, I'm with you because I would rather start him and Miritich together and then just move Boogie's forward. If Boogie's gone, just change what just you do. Tell Greg Monroe to go to Boston. Hell. Go to <laughs> hell. Anyway, I, I just think it's to rebuild on the fly and to be able to. I mean, they're going to stay relevant. And they'll be in the playoff. I think those two moves help them at least maintain some sort of. They stay in the hunt. Yeah, I like top I like, eight hunt. Yeah, they're they're hunting. But they they yeah. lost Jimmy Nelson. They gave away Jimmy Nelson. They gave away Tony Allen. More than likely, one of the two of those, if not both of them, will get bought out. Yeah, which is going to lead you to about three fourths of our Twitter questions for today. <laughs> but before we get there, let's Ooh. talk about something. Ooh, you know what I'm hunting for? Oh, what? What could it be? An anthem beer. <laughs> oh, specifically, I'm on the hunt for <laughs> the hunting. new Pappy Burleson. Oh, tell me it's about a it. Bourbon barrel aged wheat wine ale oh. that is ten percent alcohol by volume. Their release party is this Saturday at noon at the Anthem Tap Room. They'll have four packs of cans for eighteen dollars with no limits. Ooh. Buy as many as you want. No limits. And uh, they're having a special peach. Pappy Burleson. Oh. That will be available in Growlers. $9 for a 32-ounce and $18 for a 64-ounce Growler. Wow. Um, You can't get Growler. You can't get the regular Pappy Burleson in the Growler until the cans are sold out. you got to get the cans first. Yeah, but you can get the Pappy Burleson, I'm assuming, on tap if you're there, so... That's what you should do. Uh, like, you can't pour it. it in a growler, but you can probably you have it, it as a yeah, drink. Yeah, you pour it in a glass and drink it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you should. This um, is one of their highlights of the year. I mean, they love doing it. They love recently. It's a great beer. And uh, go by the tap room, man. Yeah. Saturday, starting at noon. Check ten, it out. Be a cool. 10%er, huh? 10%. Yeah, that's now. a. Woo! Careful. Careful now. Careful now. Careful now. Take it easy. <laughs> But that uh, you guys should do it. It's a great place. They're great people, and they make a great beer. Oh, it's all true. Every last bit of it. Oh, wow. Oh, release me. What is that? <laughs> yesterday, uh, I was laying, yesterday, I was waking up in bed. You know, like when you have those really huge full body stretches that last like 10 seconds? 
You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. just like your whole body. Well, for some reason, I had this urge to, while I was doing that, go, release me. And I yelled out loud. I was by myself. And I started laughing. So is it thinking you? that there's something inside of you trying to get out? Because <laughs> that's what the yeah. is happening. I guess. Or like, what I don't did know you release? What do you think? <laughs> All the bad energy, bro. I think I released. I think I released. Oh my God. What? That's disgusting. What? I don't what? think that's what Andrew meant. That's not. I just <laughs> you, I thought there might be a little. Andrew asked if you released. Uh, there was a little release in the bed, and I had to clean that up. <laughs> Let's move on to some wow, Twitter I questions. We, that might get. We're ended. talking about poop. We're talking about poop. Oh, that's ex- yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. I don't know if that made it better. All right, guys, let's move on to our Twitter. One job. Questions. Twitter questions. First Twitter question comes from Richard Bryce 35. Oh, this is a Richard to a Richard. That's he wants to know. What do you think about Tony Allen? He's not as good as Dre, but might help. Also, what if OKC could get an injured player exception? Could that help with anything? They, they can't get an injured player. January fifteenth, yeah, was the deadline for the IPE. Yeah, uh, so there's actually one, two, three, four. There's four straight questions about Tony Allen uh, from Richard Bryce, from at Orange Pepper Zero, from at Pepsi United, from at Squadcast Five Eighty. All of them asking about Tony Allen. Uh, Let's go ahead Andrew, and skip those. I don't think that's going to happen. In Andrew. The- yeah, go ahead. The thing, the thing that like whenever everyone's like every fan's like, oh my gosh, this player, like this is what we all need to do. It's never what Presti does. Yeah, and part of this is because supposedly Tony Allen had a ton of interest in the Thunder this past offseason. He fits the mold eight years ago of Andre Robertson, where he's a defensive guy. He's not really good at all on offense. Uh, he I he hasn't made a positive impact on the floor in four years. I don't love it. He's not good. He hadn't played in two months. He's 36 years old. Yeah, he's he doesn't, so old. He just can't play anymore. And you know what? That's fine. The Thunder just don't need him. The Thunder don't need another player that's going to sit on the end of the bench and not be able to play. I'd rather play somebody that can score than play Tony Allen, who you who just has a defensive reputation at this point. I mean, maybe maybe if you're past the trade deadline, you do a a two for one trade and then you have an open roster spot and you've already picked up like a backup center on the market and you have one more spot left and nobody picks up Tony Allen and you just have nothing else to do with it. It's like basically if you'd rather have Daniel Hamilton on your, the end of your bench or Tony Allen, you can grab Tony Allen and he can be a locker room guy and help bring a defensive mindset. But if this is your solution to the problem of Andre Robertson being gone, you haven't watched i mean you just don't know anything about tony allen today yeah. and it's just he's he's old he's it's just it just happens it just happens to players i'm not i'm not a tony allen hater i actually love him i would actually be really excited if he came here just because he's a personality and he would be fun in the locker room and i think that he would help in those kind of aspects um Do you, don't you think memphis would assign him for the vet minimum if he had any value anymore oh for sure right like yeah. They at least could have thrown the Nick Collison at him. Yeah, and you know he maybe wanted to play or he's try to play. Twenty two minutes per game for the Pelicans, or he's played twenty two games, twelve minutes per game for the Pelicans. The Pelicans have nobody. They would on love their to roster. have a player that was. If useful. he was any good, he would have played more. I don't know. I just don't. I'm just not a believer in what Tony can bring today. 
Although I love him, and I think it would it would be fun to have him, but mm-hmm. I just don't think he's not going to be able to stay on the floor. He's he can't your, guard James Harden anymore. He's, he's not, not going to be able to guard Steph Curry. Yeah, and I don't even know what his health situation is. It's just yeah, like, he broke his leg, thirteenth year in the league. Can he fractured leg? Excuse me. Yeah, I just okay. don't know. I don't know. But it's buyout season, which is why this is. Yeah, and another thing is, anytime anyone gets bought out or any, I mean, Twitter just floods with, could they come to the Thunder? You know. Like when Joe Johnson gets bought out, it's like and Joe, Joe Johnson. That's our next Twitter question from at Evan ETM. Go ahead. Would you like Joe Johnson on this team? No. Okay. Our next. The, we, no, Joe, Don, Joe Johnson doesn't move the needle. All our questions are about buyout guys. Once again, though, Joe Johnson would be Boo. a great, like if you wanted that kind of end of the bench. But I think Joe could play with that second unit some. He has not been great this year. You know, I mean, he's basically Carmelo at this point. He's played 50% of his minutes at power forward this season, 50% at small forward. He's not a wing anymore. Yeah. He's a, he is a small ball power forward is what he is today. And the Thunder don't need another power forward. They nope. just don't. And so that's – I don't Smiley. think he fits. I don't think that he could come in and guard wings. And that's what the Thunder need. That's what the Thunder need. Okay, uh, we've gone, our next Twitter question is about Brooke Lopez. Okay, go ahead. It is from <laughs> at ease underscore Dooley. He wants to know, should we call Brooke Lopez the moment he gets bought out? Decent rim protector and three-piece shooter. Better fit the Monroe. Yeah, I'd, I mean, of course. If you can get Brooke Lopez on the minimum for the rest of the season, yeah, absolutely. Let's Let's sign me up for that. Especially if he's willing to play like 10 to 15 minutes a game. Because that's what that's what we're looking for in a backup center. If he's willing to do that, which I'd be very skeptical about him, you know, wanting to do that at the end of a contract year. You want to spend you know ten to fifteen minutes per game off the bench for a playoff team. That's probably not ideal for him. But especially it, when you go to like the Bucks and get real minutes and yeah, if the Thunder can mm-hmm. make that happen, fantastic. Is like, this real? Is he going to get bought out? I mean, he's Probably. a potential, yeah. He's, oh, really? Yeah, he's shown visible frustrations with yes, the Lakers. And so, I don't know. If they can't trade him, he's an expiring contract. The Lakers have uh, – what's the reason to keep him on the team? If he doesn't want to be there, they could buy him out. Which is the complication with Tyson Chandler because I think Tyson Chandler is the one that we've all talked about would be the most ideal buyout center. Yeah. But he's got – doesn't he have two years? He's Isn't it this year, year in the next one? Yeah. And that's a lot harder – I mean, that's a lot. It would have. I mean, he the would negotiation have to just, just gets way different at yeah, that point. He would so. just say, "I'm done." You know, I may even be done playing after this season, so let me go. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but I think it's just this is the underlying reality is that we don't really need a backup center as much as we need. Oh, it is a wing defender. They 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 could use another creator and they could use another wing defender and a guy that can close. Like they they don't have their fifth guy anymore. And I kind of questioned if they had their fifth guy to begin with at the beginning of the season because I mean Dre started the season not very good. But the way he evolved offensively and how important he is to their defense, it was clear that oh they've got their guys. Now if they could go get another wing that could come in and play some bench minutes, great, you've solidified everything. But now they're back to we need that fifth guy. And it's been Jeremy Grant. It was Josh Husis the other night in which he was the spotlight of maybe one of the worst plays in this this season for the Thunder. You know, Alex was – I thought Abrinas was really good last night. I thought he really impressed. Alex was good. Um, he wasn't as I, much of a defensive liability as – Yeah. 
as he, he has been normally. But he's not going to be that guy. No, you're right. Donovan won't trust him. They just don't. They don't have that fifth guy, and they're not going to put what they should. I mean, honestly, what they should do is put Mello to the bench, bring in Patterson, and have a wing there, and that should be what closes. Like, I mean, that Mello on the bench closing. Yeah. Well, that's not ever going to happen. That's right. Rough, it won't. Man. It will not happen. But that's what they. If you're playing, especially like last night, if you're switching everything, the move is not to put. Adams to the bench. The move should have been to put Mello to the bench and bring in Patrick Patterson. Right? But I'm t- you know what Billy said? He said that Mello is one of the better defensive communicators on the team. You know what? Great. You can communicate, but he can't do it. <laughs> from the bench, right? You can also yell from the bench. Yeah, I just don't... That is definitely... I mean, I think Mello does... Overall, he helps this team. But when it comes down to those nitty-gritty moments in the playoffs, is Billy going to put him to the bench when he needs to go not ever no he won't he won't and honestly there's there's definitely a piece of that that makes a ton of sense because if you lose mellow you lose a massive part of the locker room and so if you have a massive part of your offense in the closing game too even if he's not taking shots the space and the attention he brings lets you do so much more yeah Yeah. paul george rust yeah on the layup at the end of the game which if they would have chose which i'm glad russ hit shot that layup like he took it to the rim and and got in there but if you look mellow wide open in the corner like i felt like it could have been one of those moments where you could have had the yeah denver Mm. mellow i just think the shot in denver to tie the game yeah i just think patterson deserves a chance to be that guy and and people have talked about playing like a really big lineup with those guys and putting still leaving mellow out there at the three and patterson mm-hmm. i just don't i don't see that happening. i think i would at least give it a shot at this point i mean if, yeah. if that's if you pass the trade deadline and you do nothing then yeah you have to try there's it. no way that's happening yeah what does that change i mean offensively it doesn't really change what you do if you play that lineup um, with Patterson and Mello and Paul George and Russ, yeah. But defensively, I guess you still have you still have the issue. Then you're counting on. I mean, and Patterson can guard some threes, right? I was I was referring to Mello more. You still well, like now problem. you have Patterson and Mello that you're depending on to switch all yeah. the time. Hey, here's the thing though. Right now, I probably trust both of them switching and staying with guys as much as I trust our guards, except for Terrence Ferguson, I guess. Like, I think Patrick Patterson is as laterally quick as Alex Abrines is. <laughs> oh, boy. Without fouling, too, you know? Like, yeah, and just and smarter. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I just think it's at this point, Bigger. you, you just got to think about it. So, um, yeah, I mean, they've, they've got problems. They've got, they have a roster problem that, that Robertson created. And I think everybody's realizing, once again, how incredibly Robertson. important Dre was. Oh, yeah. And you even start seeing it in the national media. I, I know Nate Jones was talking about it. And then, uh, Wow, somebody else jumped in with that. I wish people could pronounce his name correctly. When did when did Nate Jones talk about that? Before, or after he went over the All Star rotations, the All Star mm-hmm. rotation minutes. No, you're thinking of two different Nates. <laughs> Dang it! Oh darn it! Let's move on to our next Twitter Who question. Thinking of yeah, Nate Duncan. Who'd you say? Nate Jones. Oh, I thought I thought Nate no, Duncan. One guy's cool. One Nate guy's Duncan. Not. Oh. Our next sort of question, well, comes from, again, at ease underscore Dooley, wants to know, what do you think we trade? Hold on. Sorry, just finish it up. Alex Sabrina for Stanley Johnson Johnson and or Reggie Bullock from the Pistons. They need shooting. Yeah, they need shooting, but they, 
they've got you floated out the Stanley Johnson idea. You've got some people yeah. buying in on that one. Yeah, I just don't see it now. Like they need wings so bad in Detroit, and you're not. You can't. No, sorry, you threw out uh, Justice Winslow. Yeah, that's who it was. Never mind. I, I have gotten them, the two of them, confused since the draft they came in. Yeah, so very similar type similar. guys. Same draft. Yeah, same draft. Stanley Johnson went yeah. like a pick before, like two picks before. Yeah. Yeah. I just am proud of myself when I remember <laughs> things like that. I love Stanley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I would like to have Stanley Johnson here, but not he's not a solution either. He hasn't been very good this season. And so, so to like to bring him in to develop if like behind Dre, awesome. Like great. If you can get one of those guys for Alex, I think that would be awesome. But now you, if you're going to trade Alex Abrinas, you need to trade him for someone who can play today. Like you just have to. Like they were in a position before where you could bring in a guy that can play, you know, five to ten minutes a night. Not a big deal. Now they need a guy that can play thirty minutes a night. So that leads us to this next question, Luke. Okay, comes from at the Frozen Oki. He said on Wednesday's podcast, Andrew said. It's a good trade, but it doesn't make them a contender about every single trade he liked. Are there any remotely realistic trades that would make the Thunder title contenders? No. So it leads, but it leads <laughs> me to this question: like, I want, I want a real list of three guys that you think could come in. Because everybody you are saying, like Stanley Johnson, like all of these don't fit, and I get that. Joe Johnson, Tony Allen. Mm-hmm. I think the top of the list is... Well, can I tell you what would make the Thunder title contenders? Go ahead. If, the Clay war- if, if somebody goes... Like if one of the Warriors gets hurt, Steph Curry or Kevin Durant, if they get hurt, boom, Thunder title contenders. Did you feel the same way before the Dre injury, really? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So they weren't really title contenders even with Dre on the floor. Correct. Okay. So, But they were better. They were better. So here's the real question. So this is what the Frozen Oki is trying to ask us. Is is there a move that can make them back to where they were? No. There's really not, though. I mean, there's... You can't find a defender of that quality. Right. Yeah, but I think we're looking at that. I think we're looking at that very... His name's Kawhi Leonard. Would you trade Paul George for Kawhi Leonard? Why are you asking me this? <laughs> I, don't I think it's very one. I'm trying to spice stuff up but, here a little bit. <laughs> but I want to just so let me let me kind of push back against this a little bit. So I think if you can find somebody that's maybe obviously nobody's going to be Dre. I think he's the best perimeter defender in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can find somebody that instead of being an A plus on defense is a B, mm-hmm. but is a B on offense or a B plus on offense, mm-hmm. which there, I know they're not a lot out there, but I mean, obviously Courtney Lee is the primary one that everybody's thinking about. No real reason for him to be on the Knicks. Like, I, I don't know if the Thunder could put together a package to entice the Knicks to jump back in. Uh, but I think Courtney Lee is. I think Courtney Lee puts them actually right kind of back where they were. Uh, yeah, it's it's just so tough because their defense was so good, and I just don't think that there's anybody out there safer if you could like if you could get Kawhi Leonard not for Paul George but for Alex Abrinas and, and, and Ray Felton. Yeah. Like if you could do that, great. But you're not. You just can't replace him in that way. So. I, Courtney Lee would be the ideal candidate. I'm with you. Like he plays the two, he can easily slot in as your starter. He can really shoot it. He's a pretty good defender. I can think he definitely helps. He doesn't help them do exactly what they did before, but he might 
he would make them a better offensive team for sure. And not that they need to be much better. Like they're flying closer been, and closer to top five. Yeah, they've been really good on offense, but he definitely makes it better than having Ferguson out there. Yeah, I mean the thing is that they just. I mean, I just the, all the numbers solidify the fact that they cannot keep relying on a 19-year-old shooting guard yes. to keep soaking up minutes. Like he is actively hurting this team when he's out there, and he's had some good games and he's shown flashes. And I think he's going to be very good. Like I, I finally saw it against the Wizards last week. Like I, I think that he's going to be a good player. But today, no way. And you can't play him in the playoffs. Like you just cannot. There's no number that says that he is helping this team. And so if you could get a Courtney Lee, and I wouldn't give Give a, me two other. Give me do you have anybody else out there that's that's realistically potentially gettable that, that could you be think your, could fit? That could that. be your starter. I mean, that's where it just becomes really, really difficult. Because if teams have them, most of them aren't trying to get rid of them. And the right. Thunder don't have a ton of assets. The reminder going into this week is the Thunder don't have a ton of assets. They can't trade a first until 2022. Yeah. They have a couple seconds that they've talked about getting rid of possibly. I mean, if you could get a Jonathan Simmons. Like, there's another guy that I feel like would help this team right now. Can he run two? I mean, the or is Thunder, he just like Paul George? Like, they can just play They're both. just entertain. They'll be interchangeable. Like, they're just your wing defenders at that point. He's and a I, little shorter than Paul George. He can play the two. I don't know if he's quick enough. I don't think Yeah, that's my But he's kind a of a thicker. Of, yeah, I think that he he's a three, and Paul George can guard twos. Yeah. So, like, that's not – to me, that's not a big issue. And I think that he – you can feel confident – <clears throat> that he's one of your five guys out there. Um, he doesn't smile. Because right now they just don't. He is terrifying. They don't have that guy. Uh, he doesn't smile. We don't want him anymore. I don't uh, think the, the Heat would trade him, but Wayne Ellington would be another guy that he's not a great defender, but I think that you could still feel confident with him out there because he is such a good shooter. So the those heater. guys – Go ahead. I, I was going to say, the Heat are just going into the playoffs with what they have. They're just going to see what they can do for their fans this year. Yeah. Uh, I wish a guy like Tabo Cephalosha wasn't out for the season. Because yeah. I would, I mean, I would. It would have been perfect. They sh- would be on the phone trying to get him back in a, in a Thunder uniform. And he he's a guy that you could feel confident to. And that is not as, clearly not as good of a defender as Dre. But if you're looking for a replacement, that's as about as close as you can get on the trade market. For a guy, so it's a real shame just for him personally and for the yeah. Thunder that he's not available because I do think that he would help a ton. Do you think Jonathan Simmons is realistically available? I have no idea. I have no clue. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe you're into Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Nope, no. I am not. Nope. Mm, other than that, I don't know. I mean. You can go get guys that can come in and help that will help the offense. You can go get a Marco Bellinelli that will help the offense. Yeah, I don't want that. But he's not a guy that will close games for you. I mean, the, the big you can go get Justin Holiday, who you could, I mean, you could close games with him. He's not. I a, do feel better about him. You feel than better about a lot him. of the other names. Well, you feel better about him than you do anybody that's on the roster, for sure. Closing at, as your two. And so and that's very much a possibility. And you could also potentially offload Kyle Singler because the Bulls are underneath the salary floor. So they've yeah. got to get up. And so they could t- absorb some contracts just to get in there. But Yeah. And you could still go after an Avery Bradley. Yeah. You could still, I mean, and this was brought up, like go after Austin Rivers and see if they would do that, which they probably, I mean, at this point, they probably would. Oh, my God. How, how quickly would Austin 
get punched in the face by Russ. Who knows? <laughs> may or be, they'll be best friends. Yeah, I know. I like Ray. <laughs> All right. Well, I just wanted to know, man, because, I mean, we're it's trade week is upon us. Yeah. I mean, so. Did we, did we talk about Russ pushing the fan on the podcast, or was that off the podcast? I can't No, remember. we did not, not talk about pod. that. Was that off? Not on? Okay, we have to talk about that. I don't, I don't know why we have to talk about it right here, but we Let's do. Let's do it. So after the game, like right after the game, Russ gets up from flying at Gary Harris way too late. And there's a fan on the court, like right in front of him, like screaming. Screaming. And Russ just shoved him. Yeah. I think that if the fan is on the court, there's no rules. Fair game. You're it's in the fair cage. game. You're, you're, in the cage. you're entering you're entering the you know arena of these players and they should get no rules. Should um, not be in trouble. That, I mean, that is clearly not the case. You you can't have no rules. No, I agree with no you. rules. No rules. No rules. Just right. Okay. Not well, that is definitely statements. not the discussion that I was hoping to have. Yeah. So <laughs> here's what I'll say about this: is number one, I think it would be insane if Russ gets suspended. It would be insane. I yes. think potentially a fine. Yes. Yeah. I think ten thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah. Fifty grand. You can't touch fans. Security should have been. Security should have been there. The my favorite part about it is, like I thought, Stephen Adams was about to Just kill that guy, that kid, or like man. Yeah, he's like a kind of a thicker daddy man and he was just down there russ kind of shoved him and he just like kind of barely moved he was definitely a thicker daddy man and, and mm. russ it wasn't like russ did it like russ kind of shoved him and it was like what are you doing on the court it was kind of his whole mode it wasn't like well and you know with a guy like that who was probably drunk screaming you just don't know like what is this guy going to do like as he gets closer to me what is going to happen and yeah. so for russell to push him away I think that was probably the best thing that could have happened in that scenario. Because if, like, they get close and he bucks up to Russell Westbrook, like, what's going to happen? Like, is Russ going to punch him? Is that guy going to punch Russell? Does that guy have a knife? Like, I have no idea about any of that. And so Russell maybe did the best thing for everybody and just, you know, Got him away from him. I mean, he didn't like violently. No, like, it was not him. violent. He it wasn't was like not. he wasn't trying to hurt him. He no. was just trying to like, like seriously this. like I don't know <laughs> like get away from me and and then th- I, they took him away. I think calling it a shove is too much. I don't think it was a shove. I think it was a push. no. It was kind of just the push. push. I, I yeah, call I it a push. Yeah, Reggie Miller was just like I that too. <laughs> that he's lucky he didn't get knocked out. You know, Reggie Miller but stood the, up for the, me. It was the like crazy world is that. The NBA is where you can get the closest yeah. to. But that's the why athletes. I love it. Like it's yeah, uh, yeah. Right, I yeah. like I like it too. But it's always like there's like an understanding. Like you mm-hmm. don't get on there. Like there was like, years and years ago. I think of five or six years ago. That lady just like ran out onto the court in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that for Mello? It was for yes, somebody. Yes, it was LeBron, wasn't it? I think I it's happened it probably Mello. multiple times. There's, it, there's was, been a guy that ran on the court for LeBron with yeah. a sign. No, like in a kid, yeah, yeah, right. But you just, but it's just like but you if we cannot do that. This leads me to my favorite NBA moment, maybe of the season. And if you haven't seen the video, I'll try to find it and post it on our Twitter. But in New Orleans, oh yeah, there was a fan, fan that yes. wore a. I mean, he had kind of a warm up outfit jump, on, had, yeah, he and he had their hooded their hooded sweatshirt on and he went out there and he started stretching and then just started calling for the ball during yeah. the Pelicans he got to put up some shots and they, get, and they put up one shot and the security was so mad at him but mm-hmm. if you can look in the background so it must have been the Rockets game 
if you look in the background, you see Cousins and and uh, Davis back there. I I'm pretty sure giggling about They're this giggling. guy they on were the court. It's pretty about funny. It. So. it was funny. But it's I mean, it was a weird moment. It was such a strange end of the Nuggets game. Yeah. But I I think that Russell get reprimanded today with a fine. I will be blown away if, if he sus- gets suspended. If they suspend him, it's absolutely wrong. And I haven't heard or read anything. Anybody yeah. that thinks that he should be no. suspended, he, any national media with their pulse on the NBA, they've just basically he, said no. Yeah, he should should not be, and I don't suspect the league will. Nope. But if if they do, then I'm excited to to get give Ray Felton. Ray Ray four, give 35 minutes to Ray Ray. 48 minutes tonight for Ray Ray. <laughs> They're going to get beat like a drum if that happens. I disagree. I think that they will. They need good rust tonight, though, man. He was, he was. I mean, 20 assists was awesome, and he had 20 points, and he hit a lot of stupid shots in the fourth quarter. He almost had a 20-20 triple-double. He was so bad for the first three quarters on offense. Oh, Like, boy. other than some of the, I mean, he, obviously assists were good, but. Man, His shot just, selection was not good. He was super good. passive. It was weird. It was not a good night for rust. And it's just hilarious that he can do 20 points, 21 assists, 9 rebounds. And it's like, eh, that wasn't that great. No one, no, no. And no one talks about it either. No one will talk about it. it was, except us. He was, nationally. Giving the, he was giving the ball up to Paul George a lot, which it was, was great. awesome. And he should do that more. Yes. Because Paul is a better shot maker than Russell is. And Paul is figuring it out, man. Do you remember him a month and a half ago? Oh. You're like, this guy doesn't know how to play basketball. Yeah, I was like, did we make the right choice? I mean that was that was what everyone was saying. They traded Victor Oladipo for this guy. Yeah, and I can't remember who he is. He's like a kind of a kind of like us for the Lakers, which probably means that he's way more significant. But he said last night he's like, "Ugh, Paul George looks so comfortable with the Thunder now." You know, like, he's he's and he loves playing with this team. I mean, there's there is no question that he is very comfortable, and he really really enjoys playing with Russell. And he he loved. I mean, it's. It's a real thing that he loves being in Oklahoma City right now. Hey, guys. Our next Twitter question comes from Oddly Stetson. He wants to know, do we think it will be over or under 3.5 losses in February? And where do you think the Thunder will be in the Western Conference standings at the end of February? I think that they'll be the four seed. You think that's kind of where they end? I, I mean, that's, so. we, still got, we still got a while after that, I understand. But I could see this team really putting together a uh a run post all-star break though yeah and i think the this this schedule isn't crazy this month i think that it's possible and i think one of the reminders is that this whole nba team this whole nba team is going to be or this whole nba league is just kind of a weaker league than normal yeah uh, there's two or three teams that are really really good and everybody else is kind of blah and so i think the thunder could always put together uh, a good run here. Well, Plus, the, you have a pretty big break the, for the, the All Star. The three seed is not impossible for this team. I'll say that. I say it's 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 within reach for the Thunder to get there. But they're gonna they can't they can't drop a game to the Wizards like they did the other night. Like they can't keep doing that stuff. And I think that they will keep doing. They'll have games like they had the eight game win streak, and now they may have a three game losing streak. And so, like you can't do that. You can have an eight game win streak followed by a loss, followed by you know, a couple wins, but you, if you want to, if you want the three seed, like you just can't keep dropping games like this. I think the only two games in February that they'll not be favored in are against the Warriors. Oh, they play the sure. Cavs at home. Yeah, and then they play the Warriors twice. And other than that, it's the Mavericks, the Magic. The well, it's not the games that they're. Kings, yeah, you're right. It's not the. It's not the being favored. Those, Do they show up against the Mavericks? Those aren't the games that scare right? me. The Warriors games don't scare me. I think they'll lose to them, but that doesn't scare me. The like they'll show up. 
They play in Sacramento, which you know they don't show up all the time there, and then they play in yeah. Dallas again to end the the month. But I think they'll have more than I'll bet they'll have four or five losses. No, get out of here. That's possible. I'll bet you. I'll bet you Taylor's uh, twenty bucks from Taylor. So sold. Hey, Lonzo Ball's not playing again. I think they're doing that on purpose. I think he's scared. I think it, Lonzo Ball's scared to play. It's five. funny. It's like five days out, and he's like, "Yep, not playing." Not uh, playing I think I'm getting hurt. <laughs> I think I'm starting to get hurt. I'm feeling right now. hurt. <laughs> I'm starting to feel hurt emotionally by my dad. <laughs> hey guys, are true. Our next Twitter question comes from at Cody Son of Steve. He wants to know which cheese is best. Pepper Jack cheese. Ooh, uh, I'll fight anyone who says anything. Jack what's is the uh, what are, what, what's the, what's the Pepper cheese Jack situation? only is good for me like on sandwiches. Like I don't right, yeah. I don't normally like cut up Pepper Jack. And yeah, just you, get a, you get a, a cheese stick, Pepper Jack cheese. Not, That's okay. But I'll tell you my favorite like cheese that I cut up and put on crackers. What Gouda? Mm, brie. I love some brie. Brie's pretty good. Yeah, but you're also talking about situational cheeses. Yeah. Well, that's what that's the issue with this question is what's the situation? Yeah, Cody. Overall, pepper jack cheese is the best. I don't know, because you can also slice up some good and put it on a burger. So, Gouda. <laughs> oh, get ouch. out of here, Jay. Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, that it get muted. <laughs> yeah, you were close to a muting. I'll say that when you buy cheese for home, what are you buying, though? Pepper Jack. Oh, straight up gross Velveeta American slices. Oh, really? Ooh, Ooh. Gross. I love it. I really am buying brie. Nothing and makes like, a grilled cheese sandwich better than like Velveeta slices. Though. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, there are better <laughs> cheese than that. I'm doing a lot of shredded cheese yeah? in my house. Like the uh, the Mexican blend. Oh yeah, mm. we got some of that. It's good. We did a lot of Parmesan too. Like on like Natalie make avocado toast with some vinegar. Oh my! Ooh, mm. can she make that for me now? Yeah. Why are we yeah. eating that right now? And then she puts a little Parmesan on top of it. Ooh, wow. well, Himalayan pink salt what on top. Of it? Oh, wow. what do you think about the mozzarella? Oh, mozzarella. You it's know what? Good. Mozzarella is good. You know what? Really what? What kind good. of mozzarella? It has you to be do melted it? though, right? Uh, it's got to be fried. Now, what about Arby's. the what about like the? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you true. like Good the point. bald mozzarella that you put with tomatoes? You ever yeah, yes. like like bruschetta. Oh yeah, yeah. and the bruschetta. Oh yeah, the bruschetta. Uh, bruschetta. <laughs> Is there any cheese that you don't like? No, I really goat. love cheeses. I like goat, goat cheese. Blue. I like blue. I cheese. like blue. I like blue cheese. Oh, y'all, my wife. My wife could literally eat spoonfuls of See, butt blue cheese. I can't do that. If it if it <laughs> blue cheese is cheese. like, <laughs> ew. Okay. No, All right. blue cheese. I think is what I said. You right. almost said butt cheese. <laughs> okay. Uh, y'all heard of Fermenta cheese? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not familiar. Where do you get that? Where All do you right. get Fermenta cheese? Please, Fermenta. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, let me tell you about Oklahoma Shirt Company. They're a company that makes shirts. Oklahoma shirts. And they're great. Wife. You got the ten dollar shirt of the month club. Ten dollars gets you a shirt every month. Oklahoma themed. Join the club. Andrew's a member of the club. He's wearing a shirt right now. Member of the club. And just for signing up, you get an introductory shirt. Take it off. Ooh, Andrew. Ooh. <laughs> Hey, are you going to CrossFit? If you see... (laughs) Man, you're looking stacked. I guarantee you have seen one of these shirts around town. If you see one, you're like, man, I like it, but I feel like I missed out. You can go by their shop and pick it up. That's true. Past shirts, still $10. It's true. You got this up on the second market. Those past shirts could be two, $300. (laughs) But... 
they offer them just ten dollars at their shop. They also do uh, any sort of kind of apparel need. You know, I saw yesterday they printed on uh, matchboxes for some local company. They do hats, yeah. they do shirts, stickers. They'll they take care of you any way that you need to be taken yeah. care. Of. You know, one of the things they've also done for us. Uh, at my church, and they've also done for the podcast, they'll do a live screen printing. So if you have a an event you're trying to promote, you know, for I think it's for you have to buy a minimum of fifty shirts or something like that, and or a hundred shirts, and then they'll live screen print for you. It generates a lot of fun energy, and uh, it's a good time to have those guys out there. So OklahomaShirtCompany dot com. Tell them down the dunk sent you, and uh, they'll give you a thumbs up and a smile. That's yep. right. Yep, they print. Matchbox 20 t-shirts is what That's I heard. true. That's all I heard, too. Yeah. Hey, guys, I got a question for you. Are you miffed and are you beefed? Miff. 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 Miffed and peeved. I have a yeah. question for you. I wonder what it's like to be a rainmaker. You wonder? <laughs> I'm miffed. Go ahead. I wonder like if I could fly around <laughs> downtown. <laughs> Go ahead, Taylor. Uh, well, Store it in boxes <laughs> with little yellow tags on everyone. I'm freaking miffed at you guys, man. I told you three different times I have a game, and it was, I told you two days ago, I told mm-hmm. you yesterday, and I told Luke this morning. I, I tried to put it in, you told me no. Didn't happen. Yeah. Sorry. We had too much other crap we talked about. Yeah, it's a busy talked, time uh, of year. Yeah. Uh, hey, can you save your game, very you save your game for, for Thursday? For next Thursday? Yeah. Yeah! I was uh, super Probably won't fit it in. Yesterday, uh, I've been heating up my oatmeal at work in this, uh, in this little microwave, and I pull it out, and I drop it on the ground. and like have Glass it. or paper bowl? Uh, it was a uh, Tupperware. Thing. It was okay, though. Half of it's just all gone. The oatmeal or the bowl? Oh, the bowl is fine. Okay. I'm very nervous <laughs> about the bowl. Have it g- gone. Can't find it anywhere. <laughs> just I was, disappeared. I was so miffed. I'm just like staring at it on the ground and just, I was you, so miffed. Could you salvage any oatmeal? Yeah. I, so there's like <laughs> you a scoop it up and eat it. Well, you know, you have like the, it's a big clump I mean, on the not ground. Not all of it's touching the floor. Exactly. So you do, you scrape off the top layer. Put it back in, yeah. and then you toss the rest. <laughs> so I used to do that, but think of this. Oatmeal's hard to clean up, too, man. Yeah. And when you scrape the top layer, sometimes like some residual bottom layer comes with it, like circles up with it. If you're inexperienced and an idiot, yes. <laughs> inexperienced idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. Guys, I was miffed myself because this morning I got here, basically yeah. all the way here. Yep. And I forgot all of our sound equipment. Yep. Had you to did. go back. Thanks for going back and getting it, though. Well, yep. what was I going to do? Show, show people like, hey, guys. <laughs> we just all <laughs> sit around like a... I'm an idiot. Well, I guess we're not going to do it. Yeah, you're just an inexperienced idiot. Man, that's dumb. But I was just, like <laughs> in the line for Starbucks, like getting anything, and I was just like literally by myself. I was just like... <gasps> and then <laughs> drove and called you guys. Skirch. It, it was so bad. So I don't get my coffee. I want it. You gotta drink Jay's coffee. It's good. It's the best coffee of the week. It's good coffee. Yeah, I don't know why he doesn't do it. Straight up, what would you want to learn about here if I was someone else? That great song. It's great. Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs>